just out of curiosity, why don't, why don't you guys like set those up for this? Learn something. Um, glad our team got the win on Saturday uh, in, in the way that they did. I think we made progress in from week to week, and, and really in all three phases, we've made progress. Uh, so that, that's a good thing. We've, we've got a we've got a lot lot better yet to get. Uh, no new injuries to to uh, even comment on, which is good. Uh, at this point in the year, so it's, uh, we're going to keep that trend going. And then I, I would, again, like to say thanks to the, the energy of the fans and the way that they continued. Uh, really, when they started the game, the environment was uh, in as much as you know, our, our kids were really excited about it. You could feel it. Again, you could feel the energy. And uh, so that was, that was a great setting. And uh, now it's on to South Carolina, and we've got much, much, much respect for Will and the things that he's done over his career in coaching, but also the program that he's developed and built at South Carolina. Uh, and this is the way his teams play. They play, you know, they've got great skill, uh, they play with great toughness, great schemes, and, uh, you know, they're really, really talented in a lot of areas. So, better work it out for us. We're excited to play at home again, and, and obviously it's uh, huge to open up SEC play. With um, guys like, I know, yes, you're left with the game of the neck injury and how are, how are they doing? Are they, what's their status? Uh, Yasir will play um, and will start and will play well. And Trajan will get another check here midweek to see kind of where he is. You think he's even closer to than where he was Who's that? Trajan? Yeah. How much different does South Carolina look at all with Polinsky at Portland? I've tried to search and look for, for the big differences I see, and I don't really see them. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of respect for um, you know both both of the quarterbacks that they've played this year, and uh, you know, but I, I don't see that they've missed a beat. Uh, Hilinski's uh, a super talented kid. Uh, we knew about him in high school, obviously, and and then you know to, to be put into that moment, uh, he doesn't look rattled at all. They played really well around him. They've been able to run the ball. They're balanced, about 250 rushing, 250 passing, and uh, he can make every throw on the field. Yeah, they blocked up front really well. Their offensive line did a heck of a job. Uh, you know, they, they ran extremely well. Solid, tough runs. Uh, they did a lot of things on, on how they attacked them, but also, you know, the simplicity of, uh, approach of how they did it, uh, play after play. It was uh, impressive to watch. And uh, you know, so we we've got to make sure that, that somehow, some way, we combat that at the line of scrimmage and try to control it. Also, we've got to be great tacklers because they, they run so physical, uh, not just Rico, but, but all of them. You talked about Rashad on Saturday being like a really good teammate. What are some things that makes him such a good presence? Well, he's selfless. Um, you know, they change positions and embrace that. He works really hard. He's a good voice. He's mature. And, um, you know, he's, his, now his play is, is kind of backing up the work that he's put in. What does it kind of show his willingness to, I guess, find a, a special teams heavy role? Well, I think that, you know, special teams, you look the other day, we played 40 snaps of special teams. So if somebody's not really interested in special teams, it's going to be hard to play here. Uh, you know, you look at all the players that we had on last year's roster, okay, 2018 roster. One guy out of the entire roster made an NFL team. One. That was your quarterback. And the other guys, there's a couple guys on practice squads. But nobody made the active roster, so how important special teams is. 
uh, not only for for the current, the right here and the right now, but if guys, and I want all everybody to dream and aspire to go play the next level, but uh, you know, you better be really good at special teams. So I think you know the, the quicker the guys can get that mindset that it's another phase of the game, just like offense and defense, then then that makes us a lot better in that area. What am I supposed to say? Uh, no, I mean, it's it's a conference game, and, uh, you know, I've got a lot of respect for the program and for Will, and uh, we want to win. So, um, you know, it's been a, a uh, contested, close battle since I've been here in 15. Uh, you know, I feel like it during the game, they pulled away. Uh, you know, last year was uh, uh, back and forth throughout the entire course of the game, and, you know, hopefully we can get it into the fourth quarter and find a way to, to prepare well enough to put ourselves in that position to go win it late. What, what were some of the lessons learned from that game last year? Bring an umbrella. Uh, always understand, don't trust the weather forecast. And then you got to make plays down the stretch, you know, and the, and the calculated plays that, that always come up and, and uh, you know, determine the outcome of the game. They meant more than we did. I know one year doesn't have any impact on the next, but when you look at these past three games with them. Is, it, is there any common place where you look and say that's that's an area we kind of fell fell short in that game? No, uh, I think, you know, collectively, uh, I feel like they've made more plays than we have, you know, at the end of the day. And, you know, that's, uh, you know, last year we put the long field goal for ourselves in, in, in position to win it and then gave up the play down the seam uh, late you know, defense. Uh, turnover margin is always going to be a huge factor in this game. Um, and then the ability when you get down in the red area to be able to come away with touchdowns. You know, there's times that we got down there we, we had to settle for a field goal. And they didn't. They scored. I think there's rain again in forecast. Sure there is. Is that something that you guys work out or try to prepare for? Yep, you bet. We'll do uh, every every Thursday. We we put a heavy emphasis on, uh, you know, we, we have five-gallon buckets of water out there. We do our wet ball drills, do all the things. We had a number of two or three practices, I guess, in fall camp that were, you know, it was rainy out, so we got a little work there. Uh, but also it's the focus and the determination and the gritness and the tough to be able to handle whatever the adversities are. Barry, in 2017, you guys had one offensive line starter switch up, and last year you didn't have any. How rare is that kind of consistency on the whole line, and what do you expect to see from the two position battles you have? Well, I think right now we've got seven guys that we feel like can help us go win. And those seven are going to continue to play. And at some point, one of those guys in either of the spots will kind of take the lead and, and go run with it. Uh, but as right now, you know, Case and, and Larry both are still battling as you know, Hiron and, and Bobby are at the, the tackle spot. But um, I think it's important that you know, if we can get to the to the ability and the, the level that you feel like you can play seven or eight guys, I think that's that's beneficial down the stretch. But uh, you know, I'd rather one of them step up and say, I'm the guy and take it. But uh, also, we're in a position right now that both of them are playing pretty well. Yeah, for three games, I mean, it, I didn't think he played very well week one. I think he played really good week two and week three. Kobe Whiteside maybe gets more less attention than a lot of guys on your team. Is that nature of the position, or is that something about that, you know bricks? Yeah, that, I think you don't know he's in the room. It's a little bit of both, probably. I mean, he is productive. He's assignment sound. He's always in the right spot. Uh, I don't know how much he shows up on the stat sheet, but he's really important. 
you know, from the from the linebackers' eyes, those guys that you count on being where they're supposed to be and not trying to backdoor block, that's so hugely important to be able to play you know, really scheme and, and sound football. So Kobe's usually uh, right where he's supposed to be. He's not built like a, a typical defense one. I mean, his coach said out of high school, if he was taller, he'd had offers from all over the country. Uh, how hard is that in evaluating a recruit that maybe doesn't look like every other guy at that position? Yeah, I think that it's, you've got to trust what you see and really believe in it and have strong conviction on staying with it. And because the, you know, the, we saw him in person and then his, you know, saw his highlight video and then saw game film that we need to go see the guy because he didn't look very tall. Um, and then you get in person and he's not very tall. Um, but, but he also plays, he's got a high motor, he's a, he's a football smart guy. Uh, and he likes to practice. He likes to compete. And uh, he's playing really well for us right now. Coach, when you look at South Carolina's defensive backs, they've got, I believe, three players already with an interception this year. Um, J.C. Horn also has two forced fumbles and a sack. Can you talk a little bit about their playmaking ability and, I guess, what stands out to you the most about their secondary? Yeah, they're very well coached. Um, they've got a high skill set, and they they play to that. Uh, they're long players. They cover a lot of a lot of space, and uh, they're active around the ball. Statistically, through the first three games, your offense pass defenses is way up there, number two in the country. Do you look at, at this game as something that, that can teach you a little bit more about what that group can do, or do you feel like you already have I think we're you know we're three games in. That's what the that's what the numbers are. So after this next week, we'll look at it and kind of see again where we stack up. But more more than just about the numbers, how do we play? You know, and, and uh, if we continue to play well and at a high level, then our numbers will stay where they are. And if they don't, then they'll drop off. But, uh, you know, we'll be tested in every area this week, no doubt about it. Coach, going off of that, what have you seen from Brian Edwards, their wide receiver? Do you think you hear more about other guys? Do you think he's in the upper echelon of guys? Yeah, I feel like he and I played against each other. He's been there forever. You know, what a great player and a great competitor. And watching him play last week, I mean, he, he was on a mission. And I uh, admire and respect the way he plays the game. Not only when he has the ball in his hands, but when the ball is not in his hands, the way he plays is his competitive spirit and nature. Um, you know, I've got a lot of respect for him. So uh, we got to know where he is, understand that, but also accept the challenge. And, and uh, you know, he is uh, he's one of the best ones we'll see all year. All right, how much have you seen Kelly develop just in the, the drop back passing it since he first got here? Yeah, I think you know some of that. You know, he threw the ball vertically at, at uh, you know, Clemson. And he had some of that, that that he had on tape and that he did. I think he's fine-tuned it since he's been here. And some of that's with his footwork. Um, you know, and also the timing with the receivers downfield has, has been a big part of it as well. Has there been any, either on your part or his part, hesitancy to, to run in the first three games? Or are you happy with how he's We were selective the last two weeks on how many times we called a, a true run. And um, it was, we know what's coming down the stretch here. And, um, you know, we've got some built in as we do every week, and you know, it's kind of depend and dictate the, the game on how how many we call and where we go from there. Barry, Coach Muschamp said he, he thinks his offensive line is more powerful than it was last year. Do you see those sorts of things on film, and what are the challenges for your front then against him this week? I would agree to that. And, you know, it's not my job to compare his team from, from year to year, but just watching them, they're really good up front. And they ran the ball for however many yards they did last week against Bama. You know, it was obviously a really, really good program. And, and structurally, they're, they're always good on the line of scrimmage. And, uh, you know, South Carolina had a lot of success in the run game last week. So, um, you know, we, we've got to make sure that we find a way to uh, get an extra hat there and also – 
trusting each other where everybody is and fitting in the right way and then making tackles like I mentioned earlier is going to be really important. Start of SEC play, um, you know, where do you think your team is and what does like, this game really tell you about your guys and it's kind of ramping up much harder schedule going forward now? Well, we're focused, you know, on, on the next one and obviously the, the, the competition that South Carolina is going to bring here. They, they're a really good team and you know, they've, they've had a chance uh, now. They've got three games under their belt. We do the same thing, and I know they'll be ready to play. We'll be ready to play, and, and um, you know, it's, it'll be a great environment. And I look forward to watching our guys just go compete. Um, I'm happy our team won. You know, they did the things they needed to to win that game. And then I challenged our guys about 15 minutes after it was over to put it behind us and let's move on. Thanks, guys. Have a great week.